Narada was the most powerful sentient sage. Also worship Narayan by chanting the following mantra. <coughs> the Supreme Personality of Godhead is the master of all creation. Maintenance and annihilation of this physical cosmic manifestation. Yet he is completely free from false prestige. Although to the foolish he appears to have accepted a material body like us. He is unaffected by bodily tribulations like hunger, thirst, and fatigue. Although he is the witness who sees everything, his senses are unpolluted by the objects of his of he sees of objects he sees. Let me offer my respectful obeisances unto that unattached pure witness of the world, the Supreme Soul, the personality of Godhead. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, is described as Sachit Ananda Vikraha, the body of eternity, transcendental bliss and full of knowledge. Now, in this verse, he, he is more fully described. Krishna is the creator of all of the entire cosmic manifestation, yet he is an attached to it. If we were to construct a very tall skyscraper, we would be very attached to it. But Krishna is so renowned that although he has created everything, he is not attached to anything. Nabhattate. Furthermore, although Krishna has his standing form, such as Ananda Vigraha, he is not disturbed by the body necessities of life, which are called dahika. For example, he is never hungry, thirsty, or fatigued. Then again, since everything is Krishna's property, he sees everything and is present everywhere. But because his body is transcendental, he is above vision. The objects of vision and the process of vision when we see someone beautiful, we are attracted. The sight of a beautiful woman immediately attracts a man, and the sight of a man naturally attracts a woman. Krishna, however, is transcendental to all these faults. Although he is seer of everything, he is not afflicted with fault, with faulty vision. Therefore, although he is a witness and seer, he is aloof from all affection for the activities he sees. He is always unattached and separate. He is only a witness. Very nice person. This is the quality of Sri Krishna. In a few days we are going to have Janmashtami appearance of Lord Krishna. <coughs> and so it's a very appropriate time to talk about Krishna and his wonderful quality. You know, Krishna is one of the uh, qualities that Krishna has unlimited quality. And, and Prabhupada here nicely explained in the Purva that <coughs> he's very detached. It's like telling a person who is the owner of everything, don't be attached. See, he's not attached because he's the owner of everything. 
Other people do, people don't have anything, they're attached to what they have. Prabhupada just said that even a beggar is uh, proud of his pain. But Krishna is the owner of everything, but they're really attached. Prabhupada very nicely explains, and we build a skyscraper building. Mm. Very fond of these tall buildings. You see today, uh, all over the world, uh, big cities, they are tall buildings. <coughs> and we are proud of it. We are very proud of having a tall building. Yeah, we build the, the city, we build the skyscraper. And with these modern cities, and high, high tall buildings, and bridges, and, and parks, and, and uh, all these uh, motor cars, and computers, and, and, and airplanes, the technology. So we're very proud of these things, the, our modern uh, advancement. But, so we're very proud of materialistic uh, people. But Krishna is the creator of everything. By His mercy, Krishna's mercy, by Krishna's blessings, by God's blessings, we have the power to move this body. Krishna says, I am the ability man. By Krishna's mercy, we are able to move our hand. We are, we, we are able to build the cities. Because He gave us the intelligence to chop up, to, to, to design the city. He gave us the intelligence. Why the higher the, the person who is very good at making design? Because he is good at it, he has good intelligence. He went to the university. Why didn't the where did they just get anyone from the street or some dumb person? Because they wouldn't know how to do the design. So Krishna is the intelligence of all of the beings. He is the ability and by his mercy we can do something. He says here, the sight of a beautiful woman immediately attracts man also. So we are attracted to beauty. We are attracted to something very attractive. We are attracted to, uh, uh, to handsome man, we are attracted to uh, ocean, we are attracted to the, 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 the mountains, we are attracted to nature, beautiful things. Because we by nature also attractive. So we naturally attracted to that is very attractive. But you have to remember that we don't become attached. That's the point. We don't become attached to it. So the main point of this purpose is that all these things we should not be attached to it. The attraction is there in relation to Krishna. <coughs> Otherwise we don't become attached to it. The attachment should be to understand that everything is Krishna's property. That way there is a, there is a connection. If we attach to something, we attach to something because we know Krishna is the most beautiful, Krishna is the most attractive, Krishna is the source of everything. That way we can relate to Krishna through this attraction to this world. But we personally should not become attached to it. So there is a cut in there, there is a trick. We say oh, we are attracted to something because it's Krishna's. But the underlying principle is we are attracted because we like it. No, no. We have to be free from the attachment. We, we know that it is Krishna. 
So the thing is, we are attracted to the material nature because it's Krishna's creation. And Krishna is the most beautiful. And it says here, And again, since everything is Krishna's property, he sees everything and is, and is present everywhere. But because his body is transcendental, he, he is above vision. The object of vision and the process of vision. So, the problem is, for us, is our eyes. We see something and then we start to contemplate on it. So it's not that we pluck the eyes out. We when we understand that the eyes is his head is his um, his duty, the eyes like to see things. So we can see the beautiful form of Krishna. We can see the beautiful um, Krishna's nature. But here Krishna is um, is his above vision. The object of vision and the process of vision. So he he is seeing everything, but at the same time he is above it, which means he is aloof. That's what's mentioned. He is aloof from it. So he is only a witness. Just like we are all enjoying and moving around and doing things, and somebody is just observing, witnessing. They're not doing anything. Just checking us out. What we're doing, our movements. Every move we make, somebody is noticing it. That's Krishna. Krishna is watching us. It's not that he's recording. Somebody is recording or, or, or writing it all down. That's his nature. But Krishna himself, he's watching his devotee enjoy. And that's his enjoyment. So we can enjoy it. But we have to remember that we are enjoying because Krishna has given the power, He has given us the power to enjoy. It's His mercy. We sing the song that this body is network of ignorance. So we can purify the senses in the body by taking prasadam. So Krishna is the power house. The Krishna is the source of everything. He is the one who that purifies us. Now, just that Gunaya Vidushtate, he is not effect, afflicted with faulty vision. Our vision is faulty. This is why we have to wear glasses. We can't see. He doesn't see Krishna wearing glass. God wearing glass. That would be very funny. Krishna is the source of all the vision. <coughs> so, point is, he is seen, but at the same time, he has the ability to attract the highest thing. Like a swan. He, he, the swan, they, they, they can take water out of the milk. They have a special filter in the tongue design. And they can attract the water out of the, out of the, out of the milk. And they can filter it out. But similarly, we see but we, we, we only see that is what necessary to see. So Krishna is seen, but at the same time he is above it. He is aloof from, he is detached from this. He created this world, he created this universe. At the same time, he is above it. 
Just like we are the cook. We cook. But we're not thinking, oh God, this dream is good, I want to eat it. We're thinking, no. We are cooking, but we are detached from it. Because we know this is for Krishna's pleasure. This is for the devotee's pleasure. This is for the guest. This is for Prabhupada. So you see all the people, they are cooking. Big pasta hotel, big fancy cooks. They are cooking, they are making, they are designing chocolate and, and cakes. There's so many wonderful things that they can just go for and eat it all around and, and sleep in the food. But they are doing as a service. They are thinking this is for the pleasure of, of, of the guests. This is for the pleasure, this is for the hotel. So we are engaged in all these activities. We are surrounded by offering, but we are not attached to it. And that's the Krishna. Krishna is the source of everything, but at the same time, he is very detached from it. He leaves all that behind, Dwarka, and he goes to Vrindavan, and he's playing with cows, cow boys, and burning cows in the forest, in the field. He's God, he's owner, he has palaces in Dwarka, big, big palace. He left all that, and he just goes and herding the cows. He wants to enjoy a simpler life. Just like we are getting the glory king. They are tired. They want to be ordinary people. That they can just be someone normal. They can go around, sit with everyone, relax it, and, and eat with everyone. That's much more joyful than everyone giving you the glory, telling you when they go. He is, at the same time, he likes to enjoy more and associate more with his devotees. That's his higher pleasure. That's why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came. That's why Krishna comes to this world. Why Krishna comes to this world? Because he wants to associate with his devotees. He wants to perform his lila with his devotees. <coughs> that is the inner reason for his appearance. Killing the demon and, and reestablishing the dharma, that is lost. But apart from all of that, his main purpose of Coming here, he appears, is to associate with his devotees and perform Leela with his devotees. To, to give his blessing, to give his mercy to his devotees. So even though he has all of these things, but he is very detached from all the material uh, creation. This whole material creation, so universe and so big, this Jambudi, the, the, the Heavenly planet, or he is detached from all of that. That's the point. Krishna has a beautiful form. We are decorating Krishna with jewelry and, and headpieces and turbans and beautiful garlands and so much jewelry, fancy dress. It's not that he needs all that to be beautiful, put a lot of makeup and earrings and, and kumkum dots. He is already very beautiful. He is in the forest in Vrindavan, playing the fruit and wearing forest garden and, and flowers and, and, uh, and, and, and leaves. <coughs> he is supremely, supremely beautiful. He doesn't need anyone, any of those things that we put on him. But the whole idea is <coughs> not that he needs that. He is giving us a chance to serve him. That's why he comes here. 
He's giving us, those devotees living here, He's giving us a chance to fulfill Him, to serve Him. Because we, we are not in the spiritual, we're down here. So He comes down in the form of a deity to give us a chance to serve Him, worship Him, cook for Him, dress Him. It's not that He needs all that to, uh, to eat and, and wear dress, all those beautiful dresses on Him. <coughs> he is Satyananda, full of bliss, eternity and knowledge. He is the most beautiful. Bhagavan, the source of everything. He is the most strong. He doesn't have to do exercise to be strong. <laughs> Isn't it? He doesn't have to do meditation to relax, calm his mind, and to be healthy. To serve. So he needs to be slim. He, we are offering him so many offering a day. But he remains same. He doesn't put on weight. He's not worried about putting on weight too, because he looks. He's the most beautiful. But he puts on the weight of devotion. Bhakti that is enjoying from the devotee's offering, they're getting that weight, chappiness. That kind of weight. He's not checking his weight every day, he gets up and checks out, oh, I put on the weight, I eat too much, the devotee's cooking with ghee, and maybe I should eat mustard oil instead. And it's more healthy. And don't cook with ghee, you know, cook with uh, coconut oil. The Hegar doesn't, he, he's not worried about, so he's spiritual health. He is the supreme enjoyer. Satchitananda <coughs> He has a form that's eternal. We are changing. Our body is changing constantly. Every day we are changing from childhood to now. Our hair is growing gray. Right? Your hair is growing. There is no black hair anymore. One day teeth fall out. Jagannath Prabhupada Ashram. He can't eat any solid food because his teeth fall out. His one teeth at the back, he's trying to eat from one side. So, these things prove that we're not enjoying. So, Krishna has, why he has, it mentioned here, Satyadana Vigraha. He has eternal form. He doesn't get old. He is Navayona, eternally beautiful. He, he is never grown any older than a 16 year old age, 16 years, 16 years of age. Even though he's eternal, millions of years old, he's gonna always look like as 16 years of age. That's called Ramayogana. Eternally beautiful. He doesn't see Krishna, his hair is going gray. You see, there's a photo of Krishna pulling the chariot, Arjuna, battle of Kurukshetra. He was 125 years of age. And he looks like a young boy. Because we have material body, he has a spiritual body. But he is very detached. He comes down here from the spiritual world where there is so much enjoyment and he just eats simple things. He went, he was living in the palace of Dharka and one of his devotees came to see him and he had much to bring for him. He bought flat rice. In India, flat rice means poor people eat. It's very cheap. So he had much to bring for him. Because when you see your friend, when you go to see someone, somebody, he brings something. He bought flat rice. And when he saw the opulent of Krishna's living in the palace, he was very embarrassed to give him the flat rice. So he was putting his under his armpit and covering it. 
and he gives Krishna snaps without an aid. So he's attracted by devotees' love for him. It's not that <coughs> we can offer him highest uh, quality of food. He is not in need of eating that. Because he, he's the creator of that. He, he's the creator of all the food. He's the creator of the earth where, where grains are grown. He's the creator of the cow where the milk comes. That's, that's so amazing. Cow eats the grass and you get milk from it. What do we create? We eat all this food and we create something else. <laughs> but cows eat grass and they, they, they produce milk. And Krishna created the cow. We created airplane. And then there's accident. Krishna created mosquitoes. There's never an accident. They're buzzing around. There's never an accident. You see? So what we make is engine destruction. What Krishna makes is always healthy. It's good for us. So ultimately we have to see Krishna is the creator of everything that is always beneficial for us and healthy for us. Of course, we should not eat too much or eat too little, be moderation. Krishna doesn't have to worry about that because he, he is enjoying it. As we get older, we, our bodies start to fall apart. We, we can't take much anymore. We can't move so much, we can't run anymore. Our, our hair start to turn completely turn gray and it teeth start to fall, fall, fall down and fall apart and we get old. Our, our skin all start to hang down. We don't have any more smooth body. But as we get older, we can now become more wise and realize Krishna created that. So at least towards the end of our life, we can we now realize that body is temporary and is falling apart. Now we can serve Krishna. Now we can sit down, meditate on Krishna, chant his name, study the scriptures. We're not running around anymore. <coughs> so Komara Achalet Prakyat Dharvan Bhagavataniya, Flat Maharaj. He said, start practicing bhakti yoga devotion to Krishna from early age. Because we do not know how long we have. Say, no, 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 when I'm 50. No, we don't, then I'll take religion. Start from early age. Because human life, our energy is meant for serving Him. It's for His glory. We are misusing. What do we use our energy for? Drink alcohol, use <coughs> sex, meat eating. These things take our energy away. Every time you drink alcohol, your brain gets damaged. That's why you can't think properly. You drink milk, drink good food, it creates the body's natural energy. It gives the energy. So that's why we have to always know that Krishna's glory, Krishna, he, he is so glorious, he's so merciful in every way. He, he is full of transcendental character, qualities. And we can turn our attention, we can give all our energy, all our life's savings, all our life's mission and work is to die, is to give to Krishna. 
That is the purpose of living life. There is no other purpose. The other purpose is we only have two things. We can choose to serve God, Krishna, or even serve Maya. And Krishna said, Maya is also his energy. He said, You're serving me indirectly. It's not that you serve, you're outside of Krishna. Everything is in Krishna. Just like the prison house, that also belongs to the country. It's within the country, it belongs. But we choose to be in the prison than a free man. So everything is Krishna's. So we can be in the light of Krishna, we can be in the front of Krishna, we can be directly serving Krishna, be with Him, associate with devotees, be blissful, or we can be miserable in Maya. We can choose to do what we want to do. The choice is ours. Krishna is not forcing us. He gave, he's given us a choice to serve Him. So we all look away from Krishna. We look away from Krishna because we want to do things independently from Krishna. For ourselves, not for Krishna. We think we can look away from Krishna. When we're looking at Krishna's energy, also Krishna's energy, the other side. All the direction is Krishna. Wherever there is Krishna is everywhere. He's in our heart. He's in every atom. So that's why Krishna is so merciful. He appeared here in the temple, in, in, in the deity form. Why? Because He is giving a chance for us to pray to Him, to serve Him. Even though He is everywhere. We are not able to see Him everywhere. So this is of Graha. So Krishna appeared 5,000 years ago in Vrindavan. Is there, that place is there, where he appeared. It's still there. If we go to Vrindavan, so many wonderful places where the Lord appeared in India that we can visit this place, still exists. Some people say, oh no, it's, uh, uh, it's just a mythology. No, this place is there. Millions and millions of people are going there worshiping Krishna. That, the history is there. Krishna appeared there. There is one of the temple has a, has a stone that Krishna placed his feet on it. it. It measures the size of his feet. And there are different signs on his feet. That's all stuck on the, the imprinted on the, on the rock. And they have that in the temple. Krishna's flute. So all the places that Krishna held his pastime, that place still exists today in India. So Krishna, he appeared in the form of the deity because he appeared here in Melbourne. He's there. It's not that it's only in India. Jagannath is, he appeared in India originally, but he is here too today. It's by the mercy of his devotee that the, the, the deity have appeared here in Melbourne Temple and, and, and in, the, in the US and Europe, all the world. So the Lord has appeared because he appeared in this form of the deity form. And he's accepting our services. If he's offering love and devotion. Krishna says, if one offers me love and devotion, I accept it. And he eats it. <coughs> That's why we enjoy the prasad. Because we can feel the taste in it. Because Krishna has tasted it. He has looked at it. He examined the food. And he ate what he wants to. Oh, this is good. And he put the away. By his glancing over the food, it's as good as eating. Krishna, he says in the Brahma Samhita, he can eat with his eyes by glancing over the food. He doesn't have to grossly eat it and chew the food. 
Of course, he does that when he's relishing it because it's cooked by devotees. But the point is, he, he is the supreme joy. So, God appeared 5,000 years ago in Vrindavan. That place exists today, even today, in India. You can go there and you can sit there. Govardhan hill that he lifted to protect his devotee, to take shelter under the hill. That hill is still there. All places the Lord performed his pastime, those places still exist today that you can go and visit. How can you say God is mythology? So, Krishna, he is, even though he is in that place in Vrindavan, he is performing his pastime. But he is very detached from all of that. He, he is totally unattached, like it's mentioned here. He is never hungry, thirsty or fatigued. Now, Hanna said that he, but the devotees are offering him wonderful stuff. But it's not that he's hungry. It's not that he's thirsty. We offer him juices and fruits, milkshakes, milk products. Krishna likes milk sweets. He goes to Vrindavan. Everywhere there is milk dukan, shops over there selling rapery, all kinds of milk sweets. Because Krishna likes milk sweets. Like here, Western people, they like cakes. They have cake shop, all kinds of cakes and cookies. Because Western people like. So Krishna likes milk sweets. So where he appeared, that's his home. Vrindavan is his home. Vrindavan is his home. So that place still today, after 5,000 years, so many sweet shops. Because Krishna's favorite thing is sweets, milk sweets, rabbi, rasamalaya, rasagulla, sweet rice, burfi, halava, puri. You go to Vrindavan, they have some, and you go to Jagannath Puri, Malpura, Jagannath's favorite food. When he says here he's hungry, he's not hungry. But they have all this food. And, and he is not thirsty. You go to Jagannath Puri, they have special lassi. They can't get anywhere else in India. So every place has a uniqueness because the Lord has performed pastime at that time when He appeared. They still have those things continuing to serve Him with those personality and those foodstuffs. So how can one say it's mythology? Every place has a history. Like Australia, we're living in Australia. It has history. The Europeans came here and then they built this country. Some history. Not that it's just a line here. There is a system. And we have this temple because uh, many, many years ago, Prabhupada came here and he opened this temple. We bought this property. Now we have been worship. We installed the deity here. So there's a history. Not that it's boom house accidentally. So similarly, Krishna, he has a Satchitananda Vigraha. He has a form like us. But his form is Satchitananda, eternal form. And he's accepting the services. Even though he's not in need, but he's engaging us in his service. He's allowing us to serve him out of his causeless mercy. He appears 5,000 years ago, he appeared, John Masami, in a few days. He appears here to perform his Leela, his pastime with his devotees, giving us an opportunity to serve him. So he, 
lift the Govardhan here, he killed the demon. So we, the living entities that are attracted to Maya, we are becoming attracted to Krishna, attracted to Krishna of his wonderful pastimes. Because it's so beautiful. And he lifts the hill. We think, wow, we are attracted to Olympic, some some uh, people who are very strong. So we can attract to Krishna. You know, we, we swim across and uh, little seven times. You have to practice so many years to be Olympic swimmer or throw that thing. Krishna is Balaram, most strong. Like I was saying, he didn't have to do exercise to be strong. By his mercy, we are able to breathe. We hold the breath in yoga. You know, one minute, maybe two minutes. That's all. Krishna, he, he created the air. Krishna says, eight times the energy, our body is made out of. Earth, water, fire, air, mind, intelligence, false ego. The elements, these elements created by Krishna. He is the owner of our body. We are not enjoying the body. He created it. We are meant to maintain it, to serve Him. Maintain the body, exercise it, sleep it, dress it, shower it, food, put food in it. So we can remain healthy, so we can serve Krishna. That's the idea. We cannot enjoy this body. We try to enjoy this body. We are not enjoy at all. We eat too much, then you're sick. If you drink too much alcohol, then your brain goes dull. You can't think. Next day you have a headache, hangover. Everything. So we are, we are meant to take care of what Krishna has given to us. It says here, He is the creator of everything. All the property, He is the creator. Everything that we have is His property. Yes. Since everything is Krishna's property, He sees everything and is present everywhere. Because His body is standing so our vision, our understanding should be that everything is Krishna's property. We should never misuse anything. We may be the owner of everything. We may be millennial. We may be, but Krishna didn't give us one breath of air. We are finished. You can have everything material, but Krishna is the source of all the essential energies in our body. That, that because of that our body is functioning. You can't eat money, you can't eat material wealth, but we rely on Krishna's energy, like air, earth, air. Our body functions because we rely on the air that's in our body that makes the body move, and the water that we have to drink, thirsty, food, grains. Anad Bhavanti Bhutani, Krishna said, I'm the creator of the grains. From me comes rain. He created the earth. And from the earth, rain. Rain comes, and from the rain, the earth is fertile, and the grain grows. And we, we eat that rain. What do we create? Motor car. And it's only create pollution. Some places, in like in China, I live in China, some places in India, you can't breathe, the air is so polluted. Pollution. Delhi, you breathe, do meditation, yoga, you die. <laughs> you breathe in that air. 
That's why they all go to do yoga in the mountains, clean place. Huh? It was not God's fault. We, we sucked up this world. So Krishna has given us all these things for His service. When we try to enjoy, we create pollution. Before they had a horse car, the horse passed the dung, you can easily clean. And it could create manure for the earth. And they got rid of that, they got motor car. How do you clean the air? Pollution. Only the rain. So we should be happy with what God has given us. All the natural properties. But when we try to outdo God, think we are better than God, we want to enjoy, then we create all these things, but they're side effects. There's problems. We have all these airplanes, missiles, and, and militaries. But all that money we can use to build a nice temple for Krishna. Where people can come and pray to Krishna. Simple. Life is very simple. We created this complicatedness in the world. Life is really simple. We don't have to have a car, we don't have to have airplanes. Because people are agreed they want to go and bring the food from other countries. Import, export. Ships to bring stuff here and bring it back. You go to the supermarket, you can get mangoes that are not in the season because they have risen it, frozen. Before they eat naturally in seasonal food, it's healthy. So, excessive greed, excessive greed, excessive desire for profit, excessiveness. But how much can we actually take? How much can our body take? So, Krishna is the enjoyer, we're not the enjoyer. Our pleasure, a devotee's pleasure is serving Krishna. It's so much more pleasure. So the idea is that even though Krishna is the supreme, but he is most loving. Because, because Krishna, he, he likes to associate with the devotees. Like I said before, he has palaces, he living palaces in Dwarka. He left all behind. He destroyed all that before he left. And he was living in Vrindavan. Simple life. With no shoes. He'd go to the forest. There's Gopashtami. They said, you wear shoes to go to the forest. Your feet too soft. And Krishna had 900,000 cows. He said, if you want me to go to the forest, uh, uh, with shoes, then you have to make shoes for all the cows, also. And in only few days, 900,000 shoes for cows, impossible. So Krishna was so caring for everybody, for his devotees and for the animals. We are killing the cows. Krishna is protecting his favorite animals. Like here in Australia, other countries, the favorite animals can and all. Krishna's favorite animal is cows. Most loving. Krishna is most loving. We are enjoying eating fruit. Krishna is watching. It says here. He's aloof. He's the only witness. And sometimes we think, oh no, we are offering so much food here. He's such an enjoyer, you know? making us work so hard. It's not like that. How do we know he's actually eating it? 
Our mind is not in the cooking, we're thinking, oh, I'm the cook, I'm this, I'm that. He may not accept it, even though he chanted the mantra. He accepts our love, he says that, Bhagavad Gita. I, one who offers food, patram kusham palam toyam. Even though there is no pani sabji, just fruit and water, Krishna says. If you love, offer to me love and devotion, I accept it. So we offer big fancy fancy food. Chant a few mantra, it doesn't mean he has to accept it. He accepts our love. It can be a very simple thing. So when we have so much, we offer to him, but we have to remember. He accepts if you cook with feelings of devotion, affection. It's mentioning affection. You're caring. Just like with the king, the awful king, he has already everything. He doesn't care. But sometimes the king likes to go to a simple home, like somebody's house, simple place, have something, sit in a simple, uh, on the floor, have a glass of water. Then they're tired of having kingdom all the time. So Krishna, he is God. He doesn't, he, 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 he appears to be the son of his devotee. Nanda Maharaj, Nanda Jasoda, playing the child. He doesn't want people to call him God. He wants his mother to say, oh my dear son, motherly affection. He wants everyone to call him, hey, and play with the boys and girls, small kids, like ordinary people. He's tired of everyone calling him God. But not that he's not God, he's because he knows everything as a child also. So Janmashman means, he, Janma Karma Chalayadeityam, his activities are transcendental. He's acting like a human being. Like a, like a king may go to the prison. Doesn't mean he becomes a prisoner. He's still a king. So Krishna comes here. So, Mogasamagaparmano, foolish person thinks he's become one of us. But Krishna is always Krishna. The Supreme, they enjoy it. But out of love for his devotee, he takes the birth, he appears his, here as a son of Mother Yashoda. Because Yashoda and Nanda Maharaj, Devaki, Vasudev, they wanted, they perform austerity to have God as their son. They want that relationship with God. There's five types of rasas, you all know that. As a paternal, paternal relation, as a friendship, Shakya, Nitro, what else is Lover. Yeah. Five types. So Krishna, he comes as a child of his devotee. So he can, oh my son. It's a good feeling when parents call us. So Krishna also has that. Because so you can see how God is so receiving and is so reciprocating with his devotees. Because we pray to him, please, I want to be, I want to serve you. I want to see you as my son. I want to serve you as my son. With love. So he becomes. They did austerity, they like Pasadena, in the past life. And then they, the God appears. So whatever you want from Krishna, he will. But we have to understand in relation to him, not separately from him. Whatever we do, we have to do that in, in, in connection to Krishna. And Krishna will fulfill that. He can give us a million dollars if we are going to use that in his service. He can. He can give us this whole, you see Prabhupada. Prabhupada went to America with 40 rupees. What's 40 rupees? Nowadays, nothing. That time maybe five, six bucks. You know, one drink is five bucks. 
And Prabhupada brought it back, he didn't even use it. And look at now, we have big, big temples all over the world. If you want to sell this place, maybe millions of dollars, 10 million maybe, this whole temple property. 25. 25. And we have temples in all the big cities, New York, Paris, London, Sydney, big, big temples, buildings. How Prabhupada is so rich? He went to 40 rupees and he look at it now. So we say, what we say is true. Krishna can give us. And he did give to Prabhupada. So that's why I said, if we are going to use what Krishna gave us, he will give us. But because we feel not pure, we want to think, oh, I, don't have, I don't need Krishna anymore. I have all this, I will enjoy. So he didn't give us. But he did give us the body to serve him. If we are in a wheelchair, even if you are a millionaire, you can enjoy your life. So he has given us everything that we can use our body to serve him. So he is all merciful. But he is, he is always making sure his devotees are happy. You see the whole world suffering, so much depression right now. And the people living in the, in the temple here, they are having a good time. Food, and we never think of outside the world. Is there all coronavirus? Oh, so many cases, they're laughing at it. Ah, we didn't bother us because, so we're not affected by the miseries of this world because we observe the of Krishna. But we are compassionate. We want the world to become a better place so they can serve Krishna, so they can be happy. We want people to come to temple. The temple can be open. So that is our concern. Our real concern is that for the people's um, well-being, let them be healthy so they can live a good life, then they can turn to Krishna, they can come here. Ultimately, we have to always understand the underlying principle of human form. So these things are happening so people can wake up. This is not the place for us to live here forever. This miserable life is miserable. This is the reason for our, all this thing happening. So you need to wake up. People are not waking up. Like, they're ignorant, totally ignorant. So the suffering is there. So they need to wake up. Okay, this place is it's a place of misery. There's a better place. Krishna said Bhagavad Gita. Aparaya He said there's another world. Superior nature to this world. That's where we belong eternally. Well, there's no sun and more electricity. Spiritual world. He's talking. Another world. And he said, that world is where you belong. We turned away, we came here. This place is full of misery. Material world, Krishna's Abrahma Bhavana Loka. From down from higher planet, Tatya Loka, Brahma Loka, down to the lowest. All are places of misery. Full of suffering. So that's why Krishna, he comes here to attract us ignorant living entities to turn to him by his wonderful pastimes. He lifts the cover and thinks, wow, this person is God. He kills the demon, others couldn't. He kills, there's no problem. Just, you know. So he's God. So he does this lila, pastimes, to attract all the people of this world to come to him by his Wonderful pastimes, super excellent pastimes. 
as transcendental activities. Janma Karmatame, Divyam, all his activities, is known as Leela. Divyam, transcendental, eternal. You know, he could just be living in the spiritual world, playing with his food and not come down here. Why he comes here? Because he wants us to come back to him. He is mercy on us. Because we are part of him. We belong there. He is coming again and again to bring us back. That's the whole idea. So it says here, Nadrik jasya gunai vidushyate Therefore, although he is the witness and seer, he is aloof from all affe- affection for the activities he sees. He is always unattached and separate. He is only a witness. So this is all such a wonderful uh, um, purple by Prabhupada. If you can read it nicely, you can understand it. Yeah. Hare Krishna. Any questions? Yes. Can you have the microphone? Can you take this one? Mm-hmm. 
And there's a few examples that so many places in India it goes back thousands of years. Not just recently, more than five thousand years. So they, they, they found a few things in the sea from Krishna's uh, time, but like I said, he destroyed everything. He didn't want to keep anything from that time. They still found a few things. But they have deity of Krishna that he appeared. It's called self-manifested deity. They still have those deities some places in India, many places. That from there's a deity of his standing like this, Vital, and then there's Rancho deity. There's many, many deities. So India is full of like mystic, mystical places. So that's why we go to, in India, there are different places where Lord had his pastimes. And, and though from that time, even today, you can have those things that are prominent in that area because Krishna used to have those things, like Vrindavan, and Krishna used to have cows and so many more products. That's why it's from that time, so it's handed down. So that's why it's a proof that Krishna was there. And the place where he lived, the hill, that hill is there. Still there, huge. And people devoted to go around, like with respect, to get the blessing. And all that time Krishna performed, 5,000 years ago, they're still there. We have a big temple there. So, when people say what they want to say, because they, they're happy what they say, but it doesn't mean that. We have to accept the truth in the books. Like, if you're driving, you can't just drive here and there. You, if you don't know, you look at the GPS. The GPS. They tell you all oh, this way. Well. So we have information from the books. We have information from Google. If you're lost, you take the, the, the GPS. So similarly, Guru is Shastra and Sastra, scripture, the Guru, the teacher. They have information. So it's not that it's all mythology. It's all there if we want to know. If you want to be an atheist, you can. Mogasa, Moga Karma, no. Krishna says, because people want to be ignorant, so he fools them. He acts like a human being to satisfy everybody. So kind of endless, uh, Exactly. Ignorant of <laughs> if they want that, okay, fine. They can be ignorant if they want. But it's not that you can't say, I just because I can see. Seeing is believing. I didn't see many things, it doesn't mean that they exist. I can't see behind the wall, when on the dark street, but I can't see it. But it's there. When you go to the ocean, there, down the road, you can't see on the side of the sea, but there is New Zealand, and then there is Tasmania. So, information is there in the book. So, it's not based on seeing, it's based on knowledge. Krishna spoke, so I didn't believe, he's not there. I can't think of who knows. If you don't want to know, then fine. But doesn't mean it's based on your belief. It's not a belief. Prabhupada said it's a science. It's teaching the science. Okay. Thank you for bringing that up. Thank you. What is the reason Krishna destroyed? Destroyed that meaning? He says here. The answer is here. That's okay. What is the reason for Krishna's destroying the Dorka before he left? He says that he is not afflicted with, oh, it's right here. He is aloof from all affection for the activities he sees. He is always unattached and separate. 
He is only a witness. So, I reckon few things because we don't appreciate Krishna's things in Kali Yuga. They use these things, and maybe they use the temple to create music, put all the things from the British time to all. We will not respect it like it's Krishna's. And, and not only that, there's so much there. You know, so much, God was so big, we, we will not be able to handle it. So there's some little things, but he destroyed it because he didn't want the people of Kali Yuga to uh, embrace that. He wants, he wants to take everything. He says, it's like a drama. When you do a drama, you put on a show and then you pack everything. And then, and then you go. Then the next place is a drama. So it's a road show. So Krishna is doing uh, from one planet to the other. And it's finished, he destroyed everything, take pack up. So, uh, I mean, there are many reasons. That's the main reason. So, uh, Krishna is very detached. He's the creator of this universe. He's not that he has to uh, bring all the people and have the construction work. His Maya, his material energy, he can do it all instantly. He gives him the, 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 the design work, and he'll open your eyes and open it. That powerful he is. He has this. Uh, Vishakarma, the demigod in heaven, he designed, we all know him, he worship the demigod. He can create everything just instantly. Give him the plan, and he will have it in front of you, just no time. That's his energy. That's the difference between us and He doesn't grossly work, he can create everything. The universe is coming from his body, this universe. And it's mentioned, he glanced over and the universe is up with the people and all, all the entities, just glancing. So he can also similarly take away everything if he wants to. He can create at the same time. There are dissolution. End of this, all this world will be dissolution. It will be all finished. Goes back to the body of Mahavishnu. So, taking Dorka away, it's, it's, it's his wish he wants to. So that's all his pastimes. That's Leela. He creates, he destroys. So that's up to him. But there's a reason for everything. Because we will not respect it. You know, he performs all his pastimes. Still, does God make this? He's all there, still asking this. What nonsense. So, if all these things were there, you know, because they're very extraordinary, we, we cannot keep it in this age. Because Satyuga, the other day was Balaram, Lord Balaram, his wife's name is what? Lala. Balaram's wife, consort. Revati. Revati. Balaram's father, uh, Revati's father's name is Raivata. He was a king. And this was, she is from Satyuga. Satyuga, Dapal Kali. Satyuga, people here, they can interact with the demigod. The demigod is to come down. Suppose they open this temple, Satyuga, Brahma will come for the installation. But now, uh, you know, we have to get the meteor to come down here, the government. <laughs> that time Brahma, but that was that age. So, Ayurveda, he could not find suitable boy for Revati. 
in Satya Yuga. So they went to Brahma to get help from him, because Brahma is the creator. Brahma said, the time we were here, already millions of years gone by. When you go back now, nobody will know you. So he said, when you go back now, it will be Dapa Yuga. Already, Chattar Yuga is gone, Teta Yuga is gone, it will be Dapa Yuga, another age. So there will be a person named Balaram. You can ask him to marry your daughter. So Balaram married Rilati. Well, she is actually from Chattayuga. And she was very, very tall. Because people from that time were very tall. So Balaram took the plow on her head and shankar to his size. Because Dapayuga is 5,000 years old. The end of Dapayuga. So, you know, these are all very wonderful pastimes. So, Krishna, he takes all these things away as his wish. He can create, he can take it. But he left something for us. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Super Bhagavad Gita.